Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're going to be reviewing Pretty Woman. This was one of the biggest movies of the 90s and it still has a cult following behind this movie today. It's what made Julia Roberts the superstar that she is today and it helped Richard Gere revamp his career after a few series of duds. A story of star-crossed lovers that many people enjoy. Now, I don't love this movie like a lot of people do, but it's not a bad movie. Humor is very organic, very fun, and very lighthearted. You can tell everyone got along and had a good time making the movie. Everyone gives a great performance as well. The cast is perfect for this movie, and there's anyone I would replace or change. The costumes are fantastic. They put a lot of effort into a lot of the dresses for the Vivian character played by Julia Roberts. The soundtrack is full of jams. It has one of my favorite oldie songs, Oh Pretty Woman, by Roy Orbison. So overall, it's a fun light-hearted movie on its surface. The story, however, is a lot darker, especially if you know some of the history of the original film, uh, a script that was written called 3000, that was a much darker film about uh, hookers and STDs and uh, abusive John, and then it, uh, it was then bought by Paramount, the adult division of Disney, so technically this is a Disney film. Um, and they wanted to, you know, make a little bit of a, a racy uh, first adult film from Paramount. So they picked this one. And they needed it to be less, you know, depressing, more adult, less adult, and a little more mainstream. So it's now to where it was. And depending on how you are with films and what you like from movies, it's either really good or really bad in terms of how you look at that. Um, I'm kind of in the middle there. I like both sides. However, I don't buy the fairy tale ending to this movie. I don't think they would have gone together based on their actions earlier in the film. I think it would have made more sense if they just grew as people after the week together. Now, I'm not going to be that guy that says all movies have to be based in reality. Movies can be what you want from life. That's why people use these films to escape. So I'm not going to knock the movie that is a fairy tale ending just because it has one. I just think. The story would, to me, in my opinion, I think the story would have been, I don't know, would have had more meaning if instead after they take away what they learned from the experience with each other and then grew as people. Because initially, that's kind of what happens. Uh, Richie Gere plays a businessman whose whole business is to buy businesses, tear them apart piece by piece, and then sell those pieces for more money. So he's kind of a piece of shit. And it's kind of shown through like a, one uh, business in particular where he's like, I'm going to take the business you built up in 40 years. I own most of the stocks. I'm going to put holds on all the business deals you're doing to try and save your company so I can tear it apart and uh, make money on it. So, yeah, he's kind of explained that through his dad and the third company he ever tore apart was his father because his father abandoned him and his mother for another woman. So it was kind of revenge. And it's to him doing this uh, was obviously hinted at that he does it as a sort of way to cope and how to deal with his anger towards his dad. And then by the end of the movie, he then decides not to tear apart this guy's company and help build it together after Julia Roberts' character, Vivian, uh, asks him, do you make anything, do you do anything besides that? And he says no. And that really makes him think about what he really does. Which is a fine change, and I, I like it. It's a decent arc. Um, it's a little bit better than some other the businessman arcs I've seen in films. 
Uh, Vivian, she learns to, you know, care more about herself. Uh, Richard Gere's character, he basically explains to her that she, she is better than where she is, and she's definitely above the profession she works in. And she then, you know, decides to have the courage to go back to see her mother because uh, she felt ashamed after she initially went out there and couldn't sustain herself. And the only way that she could was to become a prostitute. Uh, she doesn't have a pimp. That's talked about quite a bit. And I actually kind of like the more realistic sides to that side of prostitution. They don't go into it too hard. Obviously, they need it to be more lighthearted. And that's what the tone that they were going for. Um, but I do like those parts. I think it's more interesting. Um, I actually like the original ending that was pitched to the studio. What was that? It was her and Kit um, going to Disneyland because she was dying of it was like AIDS or something like that in the original ending. And she, wa she wanted to take her to the happiest place on earth. Um, it was basically saying that she's just trying to help out her, her friend that's dying and she learns essentially that. I don't know. I just kind of like that ending. Uh, it's not. I wouldn't say it's better than this one. But I kind of like both sides of what they tried to do initially with showing the real gruesome sides of prostitution and what happens to these kind of people. And that's why you shouldn't stigmatize them as much as they do. I mean, that only really happens in Western culture. I mean, if you look at Europe or even Australia, prostitution isn't really viewed the same. But here, that's kind of what it's viewed at, especially in the area that they're in, in Los Angeles. So that's, that's pretty much how it goes through the story. Uh, Vivian, yeah, eventually becomes confident enough to go back. She goes to buy a ticket to go back to where she's from. And then on the way there, Richard Gere's character interrupts her and he fulfills her childhood dream of when her mother would uh, put, uh, put her in timeout in like a locked closet or something like that. I think it was a closet. It was either a room or a closet. Um, and he's, he's, I'm the, you know, the white knight here to save you. And I, I don't know, it's just something about that ending I just don't really care for. Um, I think it kind of takes away from the message that the film could have gone for, was that people can grow without needing love or needing another person to bring them to that level. And that's kind of what they, it's kind of what ends up feeling to me, that for her to get out of that situation, she needed an insanely rich man who just happened to be, take kindly to her for her to, you know, be worth anything. And I know that's not necessarily there, but that's the—that's what the ending makes me think <laughs> after seeing the whole film. Um, I will say, I do think they went for a little more realistic between the relationship, especially with his business associate, who ends up trying to assault her by the end of the movie because he like blames her for the deal he ends up giving up on after having a change of heart about tearing apart companies. And then he ends up pulling him off of her before anything had happened. And then he's like, no, you're just a fucking piece of shit. Um, she's better than you, blah, 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 stuff like that. So I kind of like that part. Is like, just because she's a prostitute doesn't mean we're just better than her. So I kind of like that part. Um, but yeah, it's not my kind of movie. I don't think I'll ever watch this movie again. It's not a bad movie. I totally get why people love it. It's not for me, though. It's, it's, I don't know, it's, I'm not a big romance movie guy. I like some romance movies, like I like Crazy Stupid Love. Um, I like some of the 80s films of John Hughes. I like Sixteen Candles. Um, I guess you could count The Breakfast Club. I mean, there's a few romances in that movie. Um, yeah, I like, those, I like those ones. I like some kind of wonderful. I like saying anything. So it's not that I don't like any. It's, I can be kind of picky with these. So if you don't necessarily agree with my rating... And just letting you know, there's a little bit of a thing that I'm not a big romance guy. So, I give this movie a 6 out of 10. 
it's a solid above average film. What really brings down the, uh, the rating for me is the ending. I just kind of feel like they, it feels like they caved and went for the ending everyone would have wanted. Not meaning it was the right ending for the movie, but that's fine. If you really enjoy this movie, it's one of your favorite movies of all time. Power to you. That's okay. This movie's just not necessarily for me. And it's not that I didn't like it. I enjoyed what I saw, but I don't think I'll ever come back to this movie to give it a rewatch. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you enjoyed today's review, I have plenty of other reviews you can go back and give a listen to. I highly appreciate any support you give me. Um, if you want to reach out to me, I have an Instagram page, Dr. Parker's Movie Reviews. If you want to tell me I'm an idiot, if you want to give me a suggestion for a movie you want me to review, and I also post stuff you wouldn't necessarily hear me talk about on here, video games, other pop culture stuff, uh, stand-up comedy, something you wouldn't necessarily hear on here. So, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, if you'd like to hear my about my sponsor, Viking Fitness, stay tuned. And if you really enjoyed today's episode and my podcast, uh, you can support this channel through the anchor link I have on the episode. It should be on the main dashboard of whatever you're listening to me through. And I have a link on my Instagram page. Um, I'll tr- if anyone does decide to uh, donate any sort of anything, I'll try and think of some sort of thing I can do for anyone that does anything special or goes out of the way to help support me. So, yeah, I hope you have a good day, and please stay tuned for Viking Fitness. Hey guys, I want to take a minute and talk about fitness. Are you looking to get back into shape or take your fitness to the next level? If so, go to vikingfitnessnh.com. With Viking Fitness, your plan is created by a certified professional specifically for you and only you. No cookie cutter plans, period. You will be provided with detailed information on how to train your body and how to fuel it correctly so you can achieve your goals. With Viking Fitness, you can get quality distance coaching, video check-ins, and access to an entire community for a very affordable price and no bullshit. Go to vikingfitnessnh.com or call 603-393-7528. And again, that's 603-393-7528 today. Thank you.